This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at k.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's about to go. This is the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Where we talk history of the game numbers and stats. And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good. If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should. Because I'm this, 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 this the, the real deal. And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills. Turn it up to the max. Sit back and relax. This the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Let go. Hey, what is up? Bills Mafia. Welcome into this episode of the Buffalo Nerd, your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. Welcome into the preview show for the week 16 showdown with the enemy. Enemy number one, our most hated foe, the New England Patriots. Excited? Yeah. I think everybody's excited. This means a lot. We got ourselves back in the position to potentially win the division and hold our at least playoff home hopes in our own hands. And it's the day after Christmas. So we get to hang out, watch football, enjoy a couple other games, be around your family and friends. And then Sunday, the mafia gets the mount up and get ready for what we hope to be a Buffalo Bills victory. But before we get into all that, like we do every week on the show, we do like to highlight a charity or organization that is doing good on the day-to-day, the weekly, helping out uh, their communities and everything else. Um, I'm going to keep it a little close to home on this one, uh, just on a personal level, that uh, I want to highlight Easter Seals. Uh, this week, um, Easter Seals is a they're a nationwide organization. Um, this week, I am going to choose to highlight the uh, Easter Seals of New York, um, but it does sit uh, real close to home for me in the aspect that, as uh, Kelvin, <clears throat> who uh, most of you know that listen and follow along, uh, was born with CP when he was young. Uh, Easter Seals is one of the organizations that he went to on the weekly. Uh, to see an occupational therapist. Um, so they were there, uh, you know, working with them all the time. So we became close, uh, you know, with the Easter Seals, Easter Seals family, you know, at that time. Super cool organization. Uh, they help folks and kids and adults of all disabilities. Uh, it's not singled out to any individual disability in any way, shape, or form. Uh, they do help out all sorts of different avenues and very cool organization. Uh, 
Calvin was blessed with the, uh, you know, the ability to be able to go to like a pool when he was younger to, you know, work on moving his muscles and things of that nature when he was, uh, you know, having a hard time moving himself around to keep working those things to keep getting them stronger and things of that nature. So they have tons of avenues um, that they can support the disability community with. And they're in your backyard. Like I said, uh, you know, Calvin went through most of this stuff out here in California. Uh, like this week, I did want to highlight the Easter Seals of New York. Uh, you basically just head to easterseals.com and then just slash New York will get you straight over to the New York base. But like I said, they are, you know, they are a nationwide organization. So if you are listening and you're in a different state, you know, besides New York, anything like that, this is one of those organizations that you probably could find in your backyard for sure or in your state at the least. So very cool organization. There's ways to go on and donate. You can find out about all the different programs they do. Like I mentioned, it is for all disabilities. So you can find everything that uh, you're looking for over there. Easterseals.com slash New York. So very, very cool. Um, you know, so definitely check them out. I'm excited to be able to spend the uh, next couple of weeks here as we close out the year, you know, highlighting um, a couple organizations that are super close to home. They do incredible things. Uh, you know, they've been around for a long time. I want to say Easter Seals is like early 1900s, uh, you know, when the organization started. So just very cool organizations that have been helping the community for a very, very long time. Well, you know, there's a lot to talk about this week. I mean, it's like every day we open it up. Um, you know, another player um, is, is put on the COVID list or somebody else is out with an injury or, you know, something else is taking place. So we've got a lot, uh, a lot kind of to hit on realistically this week as we're talking about a preview leading up to this. But it, it's also one of those things where it's uh, fairly difficult to kind of even talk about because we don't know for sure tomorrow who's going to be available. You listen to Coach McDermott's press conference this week. I mean, it's like the offensive line is a complete, you know, shuffle. We found out it's Friday today, obviously. So we found out that we're going to be without Gabe Davis. Uh, we're all we're already without Cole Beasley. Um, I, w- I was anticipating a huge, huge game out of Gabe Davis. Um, actually, this week against New England, he performed well against them in the loss. And uh, you can feel that he, he'd been kind of striving. So uh, it's going to be interesting. This is going to be a serious challenge. Now they're missing players too, um, you know, and things of that nature, but the offensive line will again be shuffled and this is a good pass rush. This is a good defense. So this will be interesting and there's a lot riding on it. A ton. Now some positives. Everything we needed to have happen happened. The Colts went out and won, gave New England that loss that we needed them to take. And then we went out and we took care of business against Carolina. So now we get the showdown in Foxborough on Sunday after Christmas for the division, at least at the moment. But we do have a little bit of a, on paper, nice road closing out with Atlanta and the Jets. So this should be essentially the game that if we win it, we take over the division. And then we own the division riding into the playoffs. We get that home game and then we see where we stand after that. But it all comes down to this week against the foe, our nemesis. Uh, there's been a lot of talk of the weather. It's going to be clear 
are clear enough. I mean, it's not going to be as cold and nasty as it was the last time these two teams played, uh, you know, so it should be good conditions for teams that are used to playing in the cold. We'll just put it that way. Offensively, I, I talked about this on the phase report earlier this week a little bit for those of you that caught that. I I don't think that necessarily what we did the last time we played them was all bad. We just didn't close out with touchdowns. So I don't honestly believe the game plan is much different for this offense. Um, yes, would we like to see the run game improve a little bit? Sure. Um, would we like to see the fourth down, you know, the, excuse me, the efficiency in the red zone improve? Absolutely, because that's where this game will be won and lost. That was the difference in the game this last time. It was they scored touchdowns. We did not. Plain and simple. This wasn't like a big barn burner where either side like blew either side out. It was just they were very much that much better at finishing in the red zone and we were not. So this offense, it's going to be beat up. Um, it's going to be haggard. We'll probably have Spencer Brown. It looks like it left again uh, this week, assuming he's there uh, moving forward uh, and available for Sunday, uh, which means uh, the, the shakeup on the right side would be, uh, you know, I was kind of praising Cody Ford uh, about his improvement in this last week's showdown in the in game against Carolina. And now he's going to be out. Uh, Feliciano may be back in the mix on the right side there. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, Bobby Hart back up uh, from the practice or back on the out of the COVID protocol. So he's back available. Um, so we'll see. But this offensive line is going to be tested again. And we're going to have to make some big things happen. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders does look to be back which is the plus when you lost Gabe Davis and you lost Cole Beasley. Uh, the, Cole the Cole Beasley piece, I thought Isaiah McKenzie might be able to fill that role, which uh, we're definitely going to see that now because there's no other way around it. He's going to end up probably being that guy out there. But Emmanuel Sanders uh, being back is a big piece with, you know, obviously if Gabe's not available. Looks like Isaiah Hodgins uh, just got elevated today, uh, so we might see him a little bit. And, of course, we've got Jake Kumaro that I think has proven time and time again that he can step in and, and be the guy that we need him to be when we need him to be the guy. But realistically, it's just going to boil down to that offensive line and what they can produce. Um, lean heavily on Devin Singletary again. Uh, I, I feel like Josh Allen, well, we might see him run a little bit more this week, but that game plan was working the last time we played them. We just weren't finishing. In the last six quarters, you got eight red zone touchdowns, I believe it is. Something has clicked. Something has changed. So I don't necessarily think that this week we're absolutely in for a big change on the offensive side of the ball, nor should we be. Besides the obvious stuff of having to maybe shuffle with the offensive line and maybe who's good at certain things, we might have to change that up. But this should be a very heavy dose of Josh Allen uh, testing this pass defense. I mean, they, they're good, but he moved the ball on them late in that game when they finally just decided to open up and let him throw and do his thing. He was able to handle this defense. And we just went up against Carolina last week. That's why I mentioned a bunch of times that Carolina was a great, great kind of you know level for us to look at because they're very good in the pass game. And we went out and we threw the ball well against them and did okay. The same with the last time that we played New England, who's also very good in the pass game. We went out and we were successful. Stephon Diggs is the key to this puzzle. Dawson Knox will absolutely have to make the plays. I mean, these two guys are going to have to step up and handle their business. 
Diggs is going up against the guy that's rated as one of the best right now in Jackson. And I think if you watch the press conference uh, with today with Diggs and Micah Hyde, um, he's not worried about it. So I, I think he moving forward and you, you hear him in that press conference kind of talk when they ask him about how the team's offense has improved in the red zone. And he's like, I don't know, I guess I'm just getting it more because it really is that Stefan Diggs is that good. And that's what we need to lean on. This offense doesn't need to do anything more than it did last week or realistically anything more than it did the last time we played New England, other than there has to be touchdowns in the red zone. It's not rocket science. It's no mistakes, no turnovers. Offensive line, do your best. Uh, Three seconds, if we could get it, would be phenomenal. Uh, No penalties would be huge. That's what we need from the offense this week. Be efficient, be confident, and just keep moving forward and don't turn the ball over. And when it's time to make a play, make the play. If the play's not there, walk away and fight again. That's how we have to play this team because that's what they're going to be doing on the other side of the ball. Now, defensively, this should be interesting, right? Because this will be the first time that we actually get to face Mac Jones. Um, If you go back and look at it, um, New England just, or excuse me, the Colts just showed us the game plan of what you have to do against him. And I don't think it's anything that we didn't know in the first place. I mean, anytime that you're going up against a rookie quarterback or a guy that hasn't had many opportunities to start in the NFL, it's nothing more than get him off the spot get them rattled, they make mistakes. I mean, I don't think anybody's immune to that. Now, some guys handle those mistakes better, and you know, some guys can handle those situations with ease and they make less mistakes. But that's there's no this isn't crazy talk. This isn't like making some big scientific discovery in the way that the game of football should be approached be approached. This is a hundred percent just our defense has to come with the pressure like we did last week. Get him off the spot. Um, Damian Harris, it's not looking positive for him. Uh, Stevenson, it looks like I just saw he was going to be ruled out. So the run game is going to be completely different than what we faced this last time. Uh, I believe Kendrick Bourne was still in the protocol for COVID. Uh, so there's some pieces to the puzzle that are going to be missing. Um, the tight end, he relies on, you know, Hunter Henry has been a big piece to his success. Um, so this, this game is very much going to be on this defensive front to be disruptive. We've got to eliminate the big play, especially in this situation where they're going to be without their top backs. If we give up a third, fourth, fifth string kind of guy a big play in this game, that's that, that's going to go a long way to a defense that's trying to shut this team down, and that's what we need to do in order to be victorious this week. So for me, this defensive line is super disruptive this week. Uh, the pressure's hands up. Um, You know, if you're not getting there, just get the hands up. Make sure that we are getting in his face and making him see a lot of different things. I don't think that he's terrible or that we are not going to be able to, or he's not going to be able to get some things done against us. But I would say more often than not, if you move him off the spot, you pressure him off the spot, you disrupt the the timing, we're going to see positive results. It just, it's not rocket science. We, We see it in and every week in the NFL. We've seen it happen to Josh. That's what it really boils down to. Uh, but front line, get there. Linebackers tackle this week. Um, you know, there was some poor tackling, I think, the last time we played New England. So just tackle, be confident. 
Um, AJ Klein will be back this week. Uh, I, I really thought that actually in that game plan against a, and against run heavy teams, realistically, AJ Klein is a positive piece to have in the lineup. He does get downhill. He, he's good at going against the run and he's, he's got a veteran presence. Now, yeah, he gives you a little, a little bit less in the, in the, you know, the coverage aspect of the game. But in this game where the downhill where we'll see, uh, you know, they're, they're not big play action all the time. Uh, they run and they, they like, he's going to get the ball out of his hands quick. So, but if there's running situations, I think AJ Glein's presence will be good and maybe even, you know, something special that's a game changing kind of play in this, in this upcoming game. Back in, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's nobody that I'm super scared of in this again. And I know he likes to take some shots. Uh, you know, that's Mac Jones. He will try to take some shots. Uh, he, he does sling it around a little bit. He's been, you know, throwing a lot of interceptions here lately. Uh, their third down conversions are down lately. Um, so I think there's just the more that's being sought of him and the more that's asked of him. And this defense, I think, is, you know, they when you came out of the last one where everybody was trying to make a fool of them, like they just given up something huge because all they did was ran. It wasn't a ton of yards. So I think this defense definitely has a little bit extra that they're planning on bringing this week. Um, of course we're minus, you know, Mr. Tredavious white from the last time that we played, or he wasn't even there this last time we played him. Um, <clears throat> because he had just uh, gone out on injury, but this team was not, given the opportunity to actually go against Mac Jones in a true like atmosphere where they were actually coming out with a game plan that wasn't just try to run the ball every play. So they may do that again. I mean, they, I wouldn't put it past Bill che- Bill Belichick to do that. I mean, it beat us last time. Why do anything crazy until we prove we can't stop it? So either way, the defense just Keep it competitive. Indianapolis showed you what to do last week. Uh, I mean, they, in Indianapolis, still gave up some yards. It was that bend they didn't break. You know, they shut them out in the first half, gave up 17 total points. So, and this is a team we just played against, uh, you know, that gave us the same kind of fits. So, I think that we're in a good position for this, uh, and the defense is going to show up ready to hopefully shut him down and shut the run game down and see if we can't make him try to beat us through the air and see if that's possible. Lastly, special teams. I mean, you like to, you like to every week hope that the special teams is going to be, you know, something that will be a difference maker for you, whether you get it or not, but you never want it to be that piece to the puzzle that lets you down. Um, I don't know if any of you have been following around on the hard knocks, you know, in season on the Colts, but their special teams coach is very, very good. And each and every week, he's been able to almost identify something that that team is going to be able to do to be successful on special teams to beat you. And they did it against New England. And so there's room, there's opportunity there. Uh, We're going to be without our normal special teams coach uh, due to the COVID restrictions. So the assistant will be there. But special teams is a difference-making phase in the NFL. And so we pretty much have to go into every week where I don't think that Bass is going to be a problem uh, with kickoffs and or field goals or extra points. Uh, the punting unit, I've been feeling a lot better about the way things have been going with that. Uh, the protection for him looks better. Uh, his shell around him has been good uh, in his punt game lately. And so I think that I, I feel good there. It really boils down to can the return team make the difference? But this is also a game that could boil down to Tyler Bass has to stop, step up and knock one in late, you know, for a Bills victory. Um, but either way, the special teams could be the difference in a game like this where you have 
an offense that's going to be, you know, enough that keep you on your heels. You're going to hopefully be enough to keep them on their heels. So it could come down to the third phase being special teams. So this week I'm excited to see what they can do. Um, I'm, I'm still hoping for that big return. Uh, Marquez Stevenson, it would be incredible to have him, uh, you know, be able to bring in a kick return, punt return, something for a touchdown, you know, to kind of like really get his, you know, his career going since he's coming back from energy from the injury early on. And you just, get the bills a boost that we need but all in all i think when we you know played them last time i felt like that we were we were in a position to beat them because i felt like we were a better football team i still believe that to be the case that we are a better football team now can we put the better together a better game plan than they can we will see because i think that's where we've fallen short in the past if i'm going to call it right now after seeing what i saw last week it's 31-17 Buffalo. We've, we're finding a rhythm here. Uh, unless this defense can really stop us or the offensive line for the Bills just can't hold up at all. I think we've seen that even when the offensive line struggled a little bit or the team struggling a little bit, we're still capable of being in that 24 range. So something in the 30 is not out of the realm of possibility. So I, I'm going to call 31-17 Bills. I do think that we do take the division back. Uh, nice defensive performance. I expect some of those to be like late points where they are, you know, just able to throw the ball all around. Um, but first half, I'm ex- I'm expecting a, a good showing in the first half from this team, top to bottom, uh, as they come out ready to perform and take the division back. I mean, uh, I think everybody knew when we lost and then think the cards fell back for this alignment for us to take a shot back at the division. Um, I, I think that's super important. I think that this team is ready. Uh, and it's tough because you know, I, I know as everybody else out there, I know that feeling where it's like, yeah, we're just not ready. We're not going to do it. We're not, this is the bills. We're not capable of being there, but I do think that this is, is that time is that opportunity in the situation. Um, both teams are down some players a little bit. Um, and it's, it's a show up now and be the best that you can be. And uh, if I got to put it on, who's going to win, I'm going to put it on the quarterbacks. Uh, when it comes down to it, and I'm going to take Josh Allen over Mac Jones. So I'm going to call 3117 Buffalo Bills. But that's going to do it for the uh, Week 16 preview show. Uh, like I mentioned, it's Friday, you know, Christmas Eve here. Tomorrow's Christmas. So everybody out there, Bills Mafia, Nerd Mafia, enjoy your families. Have a great time. Have a safe and happy Christmas uh, tomorrow. And I really hope that everybody uh, gets to enjoy a Bills victory on Sunday as they cruise out and enjoy the rest of their holiday weekend. Um, and of course, everything you guys are looking for, bills related, head over to buffalolowdown.com. That's buffalowdown.com. You know, the guys over there got you covered on everything you need. If you're looking to read articles, find out fantasy stuff about the bills, anything like that, head over there and check them out. And then, of course, everything you know you're looking for, nerd, you guys can, you guys can find that over at buffalonerd.com. And of course, you know, I want to shout out as we're heading towards the end of the year here, you know, fan sided, you know, uh, they're one of my partners here uh, as I'm going through this process this year. And also Minute Media, um, you know, they've been uh, kind of housing the show and sponsoring the show, you know, for most of the year here. So I appreciate what they've uh, done for me as well. And uh, make sure you guys are heading over to EasterSeals.com, uh, you know, slash New York or just EasterSeals.com in general. If you're uh, not in the New York area and you want to find out where they're available for you to check out because it's a very cool organization. And make sure you're safe this weekend, you know, mask up, enjoy the fam. And of course, go Bills. Podcast. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe.
so you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out! I am Shelby, and I'm from Reynoldsburg, Ohio. So what was broken on my car was really unique, and they did a wonderful job at tracking it down and had it there the next day and fixed. 3C dealt with my insurance, so I just got to sit back, and they took care of everything. I had my car back within a week, then somebody else hit it, and now I find myself back at 3C Body Shop. I would recommend 3C to family, friends, and anybody who's been an ex. 3C Body Shop. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.